He's Robert Fisher. And she's Nomi Moore. And, and this, this is, is the, the Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Show. And today we're going to be talking about driving, one of Jared's driving. favorite Driving! Mario Kart! Luigi Kart! Ha Vroom vroom. It is. I love driving. I just hate driving with all the other assholes that I have to drive with on the road. And I'm sure those of you who are listening can probably relate to a lot of what Jared has to say. So let's get started. Yeah, let's get started because I got a lot to say. We've established in an earlier episode that Jared is a fine driver. Um, and <laughs> and I may not be good quite as fine a driver. Um, but that's because I don't really enjoy driving. I'll do it, but it's really just, oh, I have to get somewhere. Okay, let me get in that big metal box with tires on it and I'll go to that place. But you actually enjoy driving a lot. I enjoy I enjoy driving and I don't enjoy driving. So what I mean by that is I love cars. I love the different types of cars. I love how each brand has its own interpretation of what the driving experience should be like. I'm fascinated by all that stuff. And I also really like, all you know, I like just, well, we'll just leave it at that. So I like, oh, fuck. You like driving, but you don't like driving. I like driving. I like all the brand's different interpretations of the driving experience. Uh, I like being in the car and experiencing the car. The problem I have is other people on the road and they ruin the driving experience because I have to spend so much of my time trying to navigate people who are totally not present or just not aware of the fact that they are on the road sharing it with other people. We're all riding around in these high-speed death traps, and people act like total jerks on the road. Yeah, I feel like there are a lot of people out there who don't deserve their driver's licenses. No. They haven't earned them. Not at all. And But I'm not surprised that they get them either, because our state is so desperate for money that they want people out on the road because they want the money for the driver's license. They want the money for the registration. And... You know, the other thing, too, is that if they're putting a bad driver out there, they know they're going to get more money because this person is probably going to commit more violations that they're unaware of more often, which puts them at a higher chance of getting a ticket. And then they got to pay the fine. And then, boom, the state's got, you know, this this revenue source. And the people who have to pay the price are the ones who actually know and acknowledge the agreement when we sign our driver's license and drive by the rules of the road as stated in the frickin' manual. So I know that it doesn't really affect anyone now, but uh, five, six years ago, well, maybe even longer than that, I'm still conflicted with my decision to help your grandmother to renew her driver's license. Oh, I wouldn't be because she wasn't renewing it to actually drive. She knew she was beyond driving it. She got it. She says because she wanted to be able to keep her car so that when family comes in from out of town, they don't have to spend money to rent a car. Uh, And we all said, okay, even though you don't need to have a driver's license to own a car. So I think she just it was like that. She knew it was the last time that she was going to be able to even try to get the driver's license. Yeah, it was all kind of. But it was. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, she has macular degeneration and she finally got through the eye test and then she admitted to you that she didn't actually see the letters they just told her what they were every time she got them wrong until she finally on the third try memorized the order of the letters oh no 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 i was there i was there as she was doing it 
I was standing right by her as she was trying to read the eye chart and she apparently could read well enough. It took her a few tries, but like, like you said, she, she kind of repeated it, but apparently you really only have to get down to the first or second line of letters on that. Eye yeah. Chart. But what I'm saying is, is that after the fact, she told you that she got through it because she memorized it. I don't know that at the time when you're watching her read the words that you're seeing her memorize it. Oh, I don't remember saying that, but, um, and then also when she took the actual test on the computer, she had to go into like a little private area Yeah, where I was just kind of like standing by watching her struggle on the computer. And I guess she passed it. She was able to read enough to answer the questions. So, um, yeah, I mean, it never came into play. She never used it, but so, but anyway, she's not part of the problem because she's not on the road, but there are people who are currently on the road who honestly shouldn't have a driver's license. And look, I know everybody's going to say, I'm the best driver in the world. Everybody thinks they're the best driver. But the truth is, is that not everybody is the best driver. And I don't even say that I'm the best driver. I give myself an eight out of a 10. And the reason why I knock points off is because I admit that I have a lead foot and I admit that I am an aggressive driver when it comes to overtaking people who are driving stupidly on the road. People need to remember that when you sign your name on your freaking driver's license, you are agreeing to drive as set forth by the rules in the DMV manual. It clearly states that the left lane is for passing and slower traffic is to keep to the right. So when you are in the far left lane, you are expected to be going at least five miles per hour over the speed limit, not 10 miles per hour under the speed limit. It was, it's one of your, it's one of your standard rants when you're, when you're behind the wheel, that's one of your standard go-tos. So another one that frustrates you is when people are on their phones and they're not paying attention, sitting in front of a stoplight and it turns green and they're not moving. Yeah, go. The light turned green. Go. Be present. Be present in your fucking car. Stop messing around with your kids. Stop fucking around with your phone. Stop doing your makeup in the mirror and just drive your damn car. The other thing that pisses me off is no one ever thinks that they're the ones being honked at. And I'm sick and tired of these blonde suburban moms pulling out in their oversized SUVs and you're honking at them and they don't even, you can see them, they don't even turn that massive cotton candy from left to right to see if they're doing something wrong or to slam on the brakes because they hear a horn. I mean... If you're that kind of mom, wouldn't you be the kind of mom that's slamming on your brakes to make sure that whether you think you're wrong or right, you're going to make sure that your kids don't get hit? I mean, hello, but see, it's not about that. Like everything in our country, it's not about what it actually is about. It's all about the human ego. Yeah. And, And I see so many times and I've experienced people who take other people's driving styles so personally. Like, for example, if I'm on a two-lane road that I take quite often in our area, and the speed limit is, it varies in certain areas from 55 miles per hour to 65 miles per hour. And sometimes you get two people in both lanes, side by side, just going like 50 miles per hour. 
And it drives me crazy because I am enjoying this moment in my vehicle. And I want to continue to enjoy it based on the expectations that I've set for myself on the distance, the speed limit, the DMV rules of the road, etc. So it frustrates me because I come up on the left and you can see the person's eyes in the rearview mirror. And then they act like they have to teach the other person a driving lesson in that moment. And they start slamming on their brakes and they start slowing down to like prove this point. What point are you proving? You've already shown that you don't know how to drive based on the rules of the road. And now you're showing that you don't have the emotional capacity to handle still engaging safely when your ego is bruised on the road. It's bullshit. Get the fuck over and let the people who are present and want to get to where they're going, get to where they're fucking going. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen you in these moments get extremely irritated and frustrated. Totally. Totally. And when we're driving together or when we were in your um, plug-in hybrid car, there were so many times where I would get frustrated in the carpool lane because the people in the carpool lane were going slower than the people in the regular lanes. Mm -hmm. And it makes no fucking sense to me. The carpool lane was created to help alleviate slow traffic during peak hours with people who travel together or drove cars that were more carbon friendly. It wasn't so that you could just have this expansive lane in front of you to just leisurely take your time. Get over to the right side of the freeway. Let those of us that have the actual right to be in the carpool lane use the carpool lane at a speed that justifies the fucking lane. Anything else about driving that frustrates you? Jesus. I mean, I just feel like there's so much. I'm always surprised when you say how much you enjoy driving because it never seems like you do. I do enjoy driving. I just don't enjoy driving with all these fucking assholes that I have to drive with. It's so bad. It's just so frustrating. And we have these pockets of traffic. And it's and if if I you know speed my way through and I you know go and switch lanes and I always use my turn signal. I drive by the book. I just again I'm a present driver, so I can see what I'm doing. I'm looking two or three cars ahead. And you know, you're always supposed to drive where you have an out. You can't block yourself in. And people are just so unaware of the fact that they block themselves in and they create all these hazardous situations. So there are times where, yes, I'm driving faster than I should and I'm trying to overtake certain vehicles because I have gotten stuck in a pocket of cars of people driving who just are completely oblivious and unaware of the space that they're taking up in that moment. And I don't want to be stuck in that because I've had accidents happen around me. I've had accidents happen right in front of me. And I've been very lucky to narrowly escape those because I'm what? Fucking present. In contrast, your driving style is very different. You're not a very aggressive driver and you are the kind of driver that I would probably honk at. Um, And the thing that frustrates me about your driving style is you just take your time. And there's nothing wrong with taking your time unless you're waiting until like the last second to get into the right hand turn lane so you can make your right hand turn. Like you knew you were making a right hand turn. You have ample opportunity. Mm -hmm. But you then admitted that that's just the way that you. It's the way I was taught. 
I mean, and it totally makes sense. It yeah. now totally makes sense. But then I'm like, dude, Bob, like, who the fuck taught you how to drive? Well, it's not just my dad either. It's it's the way that I was taught during driving school. And all, it's just who knows if it was right or if I had the right instructors. But I can tell you it wasn't I, right. I was. Yeah. Um, 909. I don't really enjoy driving as an experience it's just what it's utilitarian for me yeah but i'm aware of my surroundings i drive safely i don't drive unsafely but i'm not hyper or not hyper aware i'm not as aware as you are of everyone else around me while i'm driving i'm aware which i think is a negating statement to what you just said because i don't think that you can be a safe driver unless you are driving constantly like i'm constantly checking my rear view mirror my side no, no, view hold mirrors, on hold on speed. wait i'm doing all of that i'm i'm checking my speed i'm checking my mirrors i'm yeah. checking to see where other people are but i'm i'm not a- ahead of the game like thinking two to three cars ahead of me to see what those people are doing unless i'm in like a traffic situation then i'm well repeat your statement you you're, you don't drive to the extent that i do yeah and my but comment I, but is I do that drive, I, I drive very safely. And I think by doing that, I, I do keep it slow. I take my time and I, it's like, it's like my real life. Like I, I avoid situations. So if someone is frustrating me on the road, I just drive away from them. I don't even, I don't, I don't let them bother me and I just do my best to get out of their way. Uh huh. I, I'm not saying that you're not a safe driver, but I thought that your comment was is that you thought that you were as safe as a driver, even though no. you didn't drive as intensely as I did when it comes to being present. And I, my response to that is, I don't think that you can say you're as good of a driver as I am if you're not driving as presently as I am. That I am constantly going from the road in front of me to my speed, to the road in front of me, to my rear view mirror, to mm-hmm. the road in front of me, to my side view mirror, etc. And it's... I'm just, that's just how I was trained to drive. And I was also trained to be a defensive driver, Mm -hmm. which means that I am constantly expecting the other guy to make the mistake. Yeah. And there are people who either drive unaware or who drive aggressively. Right. And both of them really tick me off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely not an aggressive driver. I am a safe driver. But yes, I I drive defensively in the sense that I assume everyone else is going to be making a mistake. So I just need to get away from all of them. Yeah. Well, and sometimes going slow and taking your time isn't always the best either. Yes, you want to check your blind spot and use your turn signal and all that stuff. But, you know, you, you've got 200 feet minimum to get over into a turning lane before you have to put your turn signal on. Mm -hmm. So when people are within that 200 feet and they're just flicking their turn signal or more times than not, not flicking their turn signal and just getting over because oops, I need to get over. So good luck everybody else because you were taking your time and driving safe and the other people just wouldn't let you in. I'm not saying that you say that, but I'm using that as an example, as someone who drives like that, it may not be aware of what is going on around them based on the fact that instead of finding an appropriate time to just seamlessly glide into the lane, that's going to be coming up to your exit. You wait 
because you're just happy or content in the lane that you're in. And then as you're coming up and you're seeing the exit sign, you're like, oh, I've got to get over. And then it's like this dash to get over. And I've been in the car in the passenger seat where you're like, I can't get over. Someone's coming up. I can't get over. Someone's coming up. And I'm like, well, first of all, no one's going to let you in. You got to get in. And second of all, if you didn't wait as long to get over into this lane, this wouldn't be an issue because everything starts to bottleneck up when you're doing something Part of like it that. for me, too, is is not really being familiar with my surroundings or where I need to go. So especially if I'm driving somewhere where I'm not familiar with where the exits are and stuff like that, I, yeah. I'm, I'm talking I'm, about merging onto the 405 from the 10. Yeah, I know. I know. And it still pops up on me because I'm still not aware of it when I'm driving. It's not something visually that I can pick up on. I don't, I don't see landmarks or signs and I'm able to read, okay, that's that. So that's two miles ahead. So I should start getting over now. It's I'm, I've gotten better at it over the years, but again, driving. Okay, hold on. I know what it is (laughs) and I've gotten better. You are getting defensive now. Yeah. Cause I want to talk about Mario Kart. <laughs> I've gotten to be a better driver over the years because I've, because I've learned a lot from you and I've learned to trust myself when driving and to feel better about myself in driving because I held off from driving for a long time because I felt uncomfortable behind the, behind the wheel. I didn't get my driver's license until I was around 17 or 18. I, I don't even get that. I don't get that, man. As soon as I was 16, bam, I was out the door. Well, because you were 15 and to... a half. Come on, mom. I got to go get my permit. Let's go. Yeah. You were it to you. It was the opportunity to get away. It's freedom. Yeah. I, I didn't have any of those needs. And so I had fear of driving because of all the fear that everyone's pushed on me around driving the dangers of it what it can bring drunk driving, all of that. So I just didn't want anything to do with it until I absolutely needed it. Hmm. And then, um, and then I just, I, I learned as, as I went and learned things from you. I did learn from you, like from your frustrations and very vocally letting me know that I need to be getting over much sooner. Yep. I've now learned that I can get over much sooner. Yeah. But well, and a lot of these two, even the rules, I was talking to a client of mine and she said, I don't think people are even aware of it. And it and it makes sense, but it's still frustrating nonetheless. Like if you are coming to a four-way stop sign and you and another car come to a stop at the same time, who goes first? Well, I, I always give the person that's on my right. Right of way. Yeah. I yeah. can't think of the word. You Yes, you yield to the right. People don't know that. And they think they're being courteous and they're waving you through. And it's like, oh, no, you go ahead. And it's like, no. First of all, you're screwing up the flow of traffic. And second of all, being courteous is not a replacement for doing it right. Just, hey, if it's your turn to go, just go. Because here's what. Those rules in that DMV manual are the one common thing that we can all understand and agree to, despite our language, where we learn to drive, which I think your demographic is also plays into it because every place has a different type of driving style based on their city and how they're set up. But when you are in a certain state and you read the DMV manual and you take the test and you sign your name on the driver's license, 
These are the things that you should know, and these are the things that you should follow because it creates consistency, and that creates a safer environment on the road. Because accidents are not unavoidable, they're simply unplanned. I think that's a great way to show people courtesy, just by following the rules. Yeah, follow the rules. I don't need you to wave me through if it's not my turn. Just follow the rules so that that way I know that I'm next in line to go, and we're going to go, and... Stop taking everything so personally. If someone wants to drive faster than you, just get over. Get over and let them pass you. It's not it's just it's not a character statement. You know, yeah, it's not you're not being overthrown. I'm not staging a highway coup because I want to overtake you. Like just get the fuck over so that I can drive at the speed that I'm comfortable driving at and get to my destination the way that I want to get to my destination. Yeah. I honestly just don't care enough. Just, I do it all the time. I get over. If I see someone barreling up behind me and I happen to be in one of the left two lanes, I get over. I don't have a problem with it. I really don't have a problem with it. Because you don't have the mentality that you feel you have to teach someone a lesson like you were just describing. Yeah. Because you're someone who's actually following the rules and paying attention. Well, and I would be the one then that would make sense thinking that I need. Even I don't try to teach people the rules because this is not the time to do it. Well, you can't. You don't do it when you're going 45, 50 miles per hour down the road. You don't think, hmm, this is a good time for me to show this person that I'm better than they are. Or, or leering at them through the window like, oh, the I know you've done something here. wrong. Get out of here. Slipping it's so bird, stupid. It's so yelling. stupid how people b- behave behind their cars. Absolutely ridiculous. Or behind the wheels of their cars. It's absolutely ridiculous. I never got it. It just, it totally baffles me. It totally baffles me. And it's, and when they're the ones who are doing something wrong, they're the ones who get the most freaking defensive about it. When you honk at someone, it's like you constantly get the bird. It's like you just cut over two lanes of traffic and landed right in front of me without a fucking turn signal. What do you want me to use my horn for? Because if that's not the kind of situation, then I really don't know what is. (laughs) what would be a simple one sentence phrase that you wish that you could tell the drivers to inspire them to want to be better drivers? You need to consult your DMV manual. (laughs) And with that, we're done. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. You can uh, find us on all of the major podcasts. And also please be sure to um, like, and subscribe on our YouTube channel. You can find us on know me more's YouTube channel. We'll have all our podcasts up there. Mm. Also, please be sure to review the podcast. That's always helping us with the algorithms to continue to grow our podcast as we go. It is much appreciated. Which reminds me, so last week we received 100 downloads of our podcast. That's pretty fancy news. And this week we received 150 downloads of wow. our podcast. So it's happening very fast and it's exciting. And I hope that thank we can Thank you so that. much, you guys. Yes. Thank, thank you, for you listening. so much. It's It really means a lot. You know, you want to put your voice out there, right? Because you think that what you have to say is interesting. And I think a lot of times people do have something interesting to say, but we get caught up in trying to be like everybody else that then our opinions become like everybody else. And it gets kind of boring and monotonous. <laughs> so it's nice to feel like, okay, this is not how I'm thinking. I'm not with the majority on this. And I'm putting that out there for other people to hear it. And hopefully those that are in my boat will say, oh yeah, I can totally relate to that. Thank God. I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. Who feels that way. And we've been hearing that, which makes me happy. 
from the people that we do talk to who do listen to the podcast. Yes, that is the feedback that we've gotten. And so I think that um, whatever it is that we're doing, I, I think that we should keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and if anyone has any ideas about future podcasts or you want to join us for a future episode, we'd be happy to interview you and, and feature you mm-hmm. on whatever you're thinking. Join in on the fun. Absolutely. And and um, well, we keep saying this and it's so easy to do. And we just we need to put it up on our, our office marker board to get an email address so that you guys can email <laughs> us your questions <laughs> and your comments. But as of this podcast right now, uh, you can actually, the best way to leave your comments, questions, ideas, or requests for interviews is through the YouTube platform when we post there on Wednesdays. I just wrote it down. Great. I'm going to do that this week. So uh, the fo- the so the podcast coming up after the one that you have just listened to, <laughs> we will then now have a email address moving forward for you guys. And I don't know if you noticed, but we did change our intro a little bit because it seemed kind of difficult for us to fill in the blank each week and to have that as sort of like a tagline that defines the identity of our podcast. So now it's just the Mr. and Mrs. Show. Yeah. And it's my husband, Robert Fisher, and me, know me more, talking about the things that happen to us from week to week. Yeah. So um, I think we live interesting lives. I don't think we live crazy lives, but um, hey, if you guys find it interesting, then just keep listening because we'll keep talking. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Have a question for us or want to be a guest on our podcast? Email us at hello at Mr. And Mrs. Show. Or for more information and episodes, visit our webpage at Mr. And Mrs. Show.